$100 MBA show where we get down to business seven days a week with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today is part one of our three-part lesson on the eight things you must have on your business website. I got started on online business by creating websites for my clients, and the vast majority of them were business websites. And in this three-part lesson, I'm going to be going over the eight most essential things you have to have to have an effective website for your business. This is so you can have a thriving business website. In today's lesson, I'm going to go through the overview of the three-part lesson, as well as give you the first three must-haves. Make sure you tune in tomorrow and the day after for all three parts of this lesson. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. It doesn't matter if you have an online or offline business, you have to really make sure your business website is effective. A lot of things I'm going to be mentioning today is especially important for a physical business, offline businesses, because many of us find your business through the internet, through a Google search, through a Yelp search. And for most customers, your website is their first impression of what you can offer them. And like they say, you only have one chance to make a first impression. So make sure you make a count. Obviously, if you have an online business, this is also of the utmost importance. You want to make sure your website is so effective that they bookmark your website, that they want to come back to it. So the things I'm going to be covering in this three-part lesson in my book are indisposable. You have to have these things because I haven't seen any business websites do well without them. If you're listening to this episode tomorrow's or the day after and you're driving or maybe your hands are not free, make sure you re-listen to this episode when you can take down some notes because this is one of those episodes where you really need to jot things down so you can go ahead and work on it right after the show or whenever you can. All right, let's jump into number one. The first thing you must have on any business website is a very clear and strong headline. What is the first thing your visitors are going to see on your homepage? What's the first piece of information they're going to read. This is going to really form their opinion about you. There's nothing more frustrating for a visitor to a website than getting to the website and having no clue what you do. What what is this business? What do they do? What do they offer? And often as business owners, we're so in the forest. We don't see the trees. We're so in the business. We don't really know how to simplify things to the outsider. So make sure you spend some time on crafting a very effective opening headline. One tip I've given before, which will help you with this, is focus on the issues, the pains, the problems your audience are having, and how you're going to solve it. If you're looking for an example, take a look at the $100 MBA, 100mba.net. Our opening headline or opening headlines say, Stop thinking and start doing. Start building your business today. We'll show you how. In this headline, I focus on one of the most prominent pains, problem, issues that my audience members have. They get lost in thought and planning And they get confused, they get overwhelmed, and they really don't get anything done. So that's why I say stop thinking and start doing. And then I go on and tell them what I can do for them. What is the website all about? I say start building your business today. We'll show you how. We'll show you how to do it. So a clear, effective headline will really set the tone to the experience your visitors are going to have. So make sure you take the time to craft one that's effective. All right, number two is an opt-in. You need to have a way to collect email addresses from your visitors. This doesn't matter if you're an online business or an offline business. How are you going to continue the conversation and your relationship with your clients, with your visitors, if you have no way to contact them? 
So make sure you offer something in exchange for their email. This is called a freemium, and you can refer back to an episode on the Hunter MBA show about creating a freemium. We'll put that in today's show notes at 100mba.net slash MBA 115. Even if you have a physical store, a restaurant, a pizzeria, give them something interesting they can download in exchange for their email address. They give you something fun like 21 different ways to have a pizza party. Or if you're selling cupcakes, which cupcakes go best with which occasions? I remember when I was selling clothing, one of the options I gave out was a guide, a style guide, how to use the clothing that I'm going to sell to you. So always have some way for them to give you their email address so you can continue to give them value and let them know when you have a special offer for them or if something new is happening in your business. So number one, have a clear, effective headline. Number two, have an opt-in. Number three, now this is something that a lot of people neglect and that's a valuable content. You have to have some form of content on your website for people to check out. The most common form of valuable content is a blog or blog posts where people can read your blog posts and say, okay, this person's credible. They know what they're talking about. They're offering you know, good advice or they're helping me with my issue or problem or need. And I wanna learn more. I wanna stick around. I wanna come back to this website or I may wanna buy something later on. Valuable content earns you trust, it earns you credibility and you need to have it. Now, even if you're a service-based business like a photographer, a videographer, a designer, you can have a blog, which is great, but your valuable content can come in different forms, like a portfolio, some of the great work you've done before. And the more information you can provide with your portfolio pieces, the better. I know that some photographers, they actually talk about that shoot. Like during this shoot, I was shooting children and it was a little bit of a handful, but I was able to manage it this way. And your clients get a glimpse what kind of photographer you are, how you deal with their clients in certain situations. And also shows your personality. If you're a physical store, let's go back to that pizzeria example. Want to have an infographic on how you guys create your pizzas. Share some of the steps of your family's recipe. Or maybe even share some stories from your grandmother who shared the recipe with you. That adds valuable content. That adds a way for people to say, okay, this is something I'm interested in. But if your website has none of this, there's no real reason for them to pay attention. There's no real reason for them to say, this is something I should care about. And it just looks like you're trying to just take their money. Show what you're all about and show what you can provide other people through your valuable content. People need something to chew on when they visit your website, something to say, okay, I understand what this person is all about. I know what they can offer me. There's someone I should pay attention to. All right, guys, so to wrap up, number one was a clear headline, clear and effective headline that describes what you do, how you help your visitors. The second one is an opt-in, a way to collect email addresses or any other content information. Give away something for free in exchange that's valuable to them. Number three is valuable content. This could be blog posts, this could be images, this could be infographics, this could be videos, but something for them to consume to earn their trust. Guys, that wraps up part one of this three-part lesson. Remember that part two comes tomorrow and part three comes the day after. So make sure you subscribe to the show so you get all our episodes automatically. You can learn how to subscribe to the show by visiting 100mba.net slash show. Thank you to all of you who have left us an iTunes rating and review. We love reading them and getting to know you guys and learning what you guys really love about the show. Here's one from Kevin Kelly. Useful daily tips. If you run a business, you want to run it better, and you have 10 minutes to spare, this is a great way to spend that time. Thanks, Kevin. If you have two minutes to spare after the show and you have not dropped us an iTunes rating review yet, we would really appreciate it if you did. By doing so, you help support the show, we get more exposure, and we help other business builders just like you. Again, you can visit the show page at 100mba.net slash show to learn how to give us a rating and review. 
Guys, I want to leave you with this. I want to share with you something that I'm learning along the way. This past year, we've really have seen a lot of success with the 100 All MBA show and the 100 All MBA itself. Recently, won an iTunes Best of 2014 award, and it's really gotten us a lot of attention, which is great and all, and we really enjoy it. But throughout the successes we've had this last year or so, people are reaching out to us, contacting us to collaborate, which is very flattering. But in a lot of ways, if you've been working very hard for a very long time, it might be a little unsettling because you might start thinking, hey, I'm the same person I was last year or the year before. Why all of a sudden these people want to care about me? You know, I've reached out to some of these people and they ignored me. But my advice to myself and to you is there's no real reason to hold a grudge or to feel bad about this. And in these situations, it's best to make excuses for people. Maybe they were busy, maybe they had some personal issues, or maybe they had run out of time to contact you. The point is that they're contacting you now, and they recognize that you're doing something that's meaningful and they want to be a part of. So focus on that. Don't let those weird feelings stop you from continuing to give value to other people, even if they ignored you in the past. I often try to remind myself to just continue to give and let everything else sort itself out. All right, guys, I'll check you in the next episode tomorrow, part two. Take care.